Boom. My weekly market review, September 18th, 2022. Monday was mostly just about positioning going into the next day's inflation print, although the surprisingly effective counterattack by Ukrainian forces also came into play somewhat. A narrative slowly built throughout the day that maybe future inflation might not be as elevated or persistent as was previously feared, and that we might expect to see an appetizing consumer price index, CPI, number boosted by the fact that three years ahead inflationary expectations dropped to 2.8%, the lowest since early 2021, in advance of Tuesday's release of the latest data. And then, boom, the CPI announcement came out and it proved to be a massive blow to the hopes of one, imminent lower inflation, and two, reducing the pressure on the Fed to keep hiking interest rates. Overall, consumer prices returned to their habit of moving higher again, month to month, rising 0.1% in August after dropping to a zero increase in July, and are up 8.3% over the past year. This compares with the 8.5% year-over-year figure reported in July, but was higher than the expected 8.1% increase. Food prices increased 11.4% from a year ago, in the largest 12-month increase since Rod Stewart asked us to let him know whether we liked his body and thought he was sexy in 1979. However, the report noted that the food price increase was largely offset by a 10.6% decline in gas prices. The big problem was that core inflation, which strips out these volatile food and energy prices, rose 0.6% last month, doubled July's 0.3% pace. Compared to a year ago, August core inflation is higher by a staggering 6.3% compared to 5.9% in July. The high core reading was particularly disturbing as it indicated a wide distribution of inflation throughout the economy and not just in food and energy. The market showed no mercy in response. The recent rally was completely unwound and exposed as having been founded more on investor hopes than realistic assessments which generally sums up a recent period of self-delusion by many market participants and pundits. No sector was spared in the ensuing bloodbath, and we saw the worst single day for the stock market since the early weeks of the pandemic panic in 2020, with tech stocks whacked by far the hardest. Gold, oil, and crypto got punched in the face as well. The only things that moved higher were market interest rates, and the US dollar and investor stress levels. As the market licked its wounds on Wednesday, attention turned to CPI's wholesale cousin, the producer price index, PPI, which measures the inflation rate of raw materials. When it came out, the PPI number slightly softened the blow of the CPI print, falling 0.1% in August. The headline annualized rate in August was 8.7%, almost a full percent lower than July's rate, and a little lower than analyst expectations. This was, of course, mostly driven by falling energy prices over the last month or two. The market felt like it had dodged a bullet as the PPI failed to confirm the worst of the bad CPI news, and stock market prices stabilized for a while, helped also by news that a possible rail strike 
which would have severely damaged domestic supply in the US, had been averted and that the Chengdu lockdown was being eased in China. But the broad decline resumed on Thursday and accelerated into Friday as investors seemed to decide they just weren't comfortable owning risk assets in the current environment. And the realization set in that virtually none of the conditions required to have the Fed back off its current hawkish stance have been met. Things weren't helped by FedEx, sometimes viewed as a barometer for the economy in general, who released an atrocious earnings report that cited huge and rapidly worsening macroeconomic deterioration as the reason, and the CEO warned of an imminent worldwide recession. The stock was punished, suffering its worst single day in history, plummeting more than 20% in a matter of hours. By the time the bell rang on Friday afternoon, mercifully bringing the week's proceedings to a close, the S&P 500 had lost more than 4% since Monday morning, while the Nasdaq had tumbled 5.5%. In last week's report, I highlighted the importance of the expectations for the terminal rate. That's the level at which the Fed stops raising rates. And following the hot CPI number, the average market expectation for this has now shifted up from a midpoint of around 4% to above 4.4%, with the odds that the terminal rate will be above 4% now standing at 93%. Any lingering hopes of less than a three quarters of a percent increase in Fed funds rate this week has now completely evaporated. Indeed, markets are even pricing in a non-trivial probability of a full percentage point increase on Wednesday. The bottom line is this, stocks rallied off the early September lows on the hope of a quick decline in inflation. And seeing as that idea is now in ruins, the S&P 500 is right back at those lows again. Looking forward to this week's Fed interest rate decision, it's the market expectations of the terminal rate that will be the key variable that will likely decide if the S&P breaks down towards the test of the June 16th lows or embarks on yet another relief rally.